Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, some big changes across the country over the next couple of days, and that's not even what we're going to spend the most time talking about today. We're going to talk about next week. You're listening to Weather Insider for Thursday, November 18th. Bernie Reno, Melissa Constance are back after some time off. You're nice and refreshed. You come back, and here comes the cold, Melissa. It was bound to happen at some yeah. point, you know, especially since I went to Florida, Southern right. Florida. Uh, it was it was honestly, Bernie, the best vacation I've had since pre-COVID. Let's just right. put it that way. Um, and and truly fun. Got to spend some time with my family in Southwest mm-hmm. Florida and uh, just uh, fishing, beaching, swimming. Was this the first time your son has seen water? The ocean no. is this the first time. So this isn't the first time he's this been in the ocean. This is actually the right? third time okay. he's been by salt water. Okay. Um, but he actually we, it, the water was a little chilly for him so mm-hmm. we, we spent more time with him in the pool but he did play by the sand a lot and stuff so it was great great well i'm glad you have a good time guess guess what it's over i don't know back to business yeah. back to business and you know what a week we've had you know in the northeast for example i know we said we we're going to talk about the short range we'll do it anyway um you know it, it started off in the 40s during the week today this afternoon, Melissa, for many locations along the 95, it's easily going to be the warmest day out of the rest of the year. I think that goes without saying. And then we're back into the 40s and 50s again. So we're jumping all over the pace place over the next 24 hours. It's charging in. And if you're not on the I-95, you get the falling temperatures throughout the day. Yeah, so that, yeah. that's, that's the other thing. It, it comes fast. Yeah, it comes fast. It's a tranquil weekend. No problems. Oh, by the way, you left Florida just in the nick of time as South Florida is going to get drenched today with uh, showers and thunderstorms, Melissa. So you miss that. But then we get in the next week and it's a, you know, it's a kind of pattern that we've, we, we, we see in the wintertime a lot. That is you get this digging or strengthening jet stream that goes across the Midwest part of the United States and into the Northeast. Now, the more the jet stream, let's say digs and strengthens the better chance you're going to get accumulating snow the the quicker it does it, the better you have the chance of getting accumulating snow or the trough could just strengthen, but it does it too far east. It does it too late. So by the time we get a coastal storm to develop, it's mostly offshore. But the one thing we're going to see, Melissa, next week, I, I, you know, we're talking about the warmest day uh, for the rest of the year along the 95. This looks like, especially for the mid-Atlantic, the coldest air mass of the season coming. It's going to be brief, but it's going to be pretty intense. And you know, it had to come at some point just because I know while I was on vacation, the stories that I was seeing was how much the Northwest has been getting hammered. All that energy eventually breaks loose and it goes somewhere. So it's, it's shifting now. And here we go. Our first blast of chill. Yeah. And, and downwind of the lakes, 
the biggest lake effect snow setup we've seen. And you know what we were, we're talking with uh, uh, Erica grow our, our manager. And certainly she's done lots of TV in her time in New York city and in other locations. And she was pointing out to us that water temperatures, the great lake water temperatures are well above average, anywhere from two, three, four degrees above normal, which means once this cold air hits it, uh, the, the lakes should get pretty angry beginning Monday, lasting into Tuesday. It doesn't, and in, in even part of Wednesday, it may not be a long-lasting event. It may not be, but certainly I think lots of areas in those snow belts that get hit with northwesterly flow. So between Watertown and Syracuse along the uh, Tug Hill Plateau, the ski country south of Buffalo, and certainly off of Lakes uh, um, Superior and uh, Michigan, several inches, and I'm sure some spots will get over a foot of snow with this. And they really haven't had that. They yet. haven't. No. I mean, we were talking about it, Bernie. And uh, even before I left, I, I know I've got some friends still in northern Wisconsin, upper Michigan, and they were kind of getting their snow just as we went to the second week of November, getting at least some of it. But their lakes, as you mentioned, it's not even the Great Lakes, but some of the local little lakes through uh, northern mm-hmm. Wisconsin, northern Minnesota they don't have any ice on them at all. And they haven't started growing that. When ice. does that normally happen, Melissa, up in the, you, you used to work up in, you're up in Wausau or Rhineland? Rhinelander, Rhinelander way yeah. up there. Um, way up there. When, yeah. when do they start getting ice on those lakes? It can vary typically. a little bit from year to year, but I would say probably at least you start getting those, those frozen nights uh, towards the end of October, but by November, yeah, you're starting to grow it usually uh-huh. in, in November. I would say the second week of November, you're growing ice and it's it's not necessarily going away every day uh, because you're only topping out in the mid thirties. So it doesn't really melt that much if you're only getting into the mid thirties during the highs and stuff. So it, it's a, uh, it's going to come quickly. And it, again, those places just haven't seen it. So we're going to start building that, building that up. Now trough starts digging into the Northeast on, on uh, Monday night into Tuesday. I think, there's going to be two storms with this. Um, the initial storm, which is going to be Sunday and the Monday, is going to go across the upper Midwest. It's relatively weak, just a really fast moving wave. I don't think there's a lot of snow with this outside of the lake effect behind it. You know, coding to an inch or two, we can see that in Minneapolis, in Rhinelander, in Wausau, across northern parts of Michigan. And then the trough continues to come east. We get coastal development. At some point, Monday off the North Carolina coast. And I think initially this storm is going to be way offshore. So we're not worried about Washington, D.C. We're not worried about New York City, Philadelphia. We're not worried about the 95 getting snow at all, though there will be some rain and travel delays. But what, what then happens is, is that trough then eventually turns into a cutoff low. And if that upper low cuts off, let's say it cuts off across northern parts of New Jersey, around New York City. You're going to eventually start taking that coastal moisture from the storm, which is well offshore, and throwing it back into the cold air. And if that happens, and that would be late Tuesday and Wednesday, that's what I start to worry about several inches of snow, not just one or two, but several inches of snow from about Watertown, Syracuse, Utica, maybe toward Binghamton. I could see it down into northeastern Pennsylvania, where you and I both have a connection a little bit down in there. Probably not toward Wilkesbury, Scranton, or Hazleton, but up in Susquehanna County, the Catskills, uh, western parts of Massachusetts, maybe toward Burlington. That would be a zone if that upper low cuts off in the right spot. And I'm thinking somewhere around northern New Jersey, New York State, that's where it would that's where it gets snow. But if it waits a little bit and let's say it does it off Cape Cod, then you know what? 
it, this isn't a nothing burger for the Northeast, Melissa, but it, it it's just windy. It's cold. There's flurries and there's lake effect snow. Now, it's still going to be windy and cold. Those winds are the big story, but the big snows will probably be averted then. Mm, and I know your words of wisdom are always never trust an upper level. Never trust level an upper level. level. And here's why. Here's why. For those of you that look at the modeling, and there's many of them out there, and a lot of them follow me on Twitter at Accurano, um, they never catch it. So what's happening now, this upper level of forms and it's negatively tilted. What does that mean? It's tilted from northwest to southeast. So that's significant because you start bringing in ocean air into the cold air and the modeling will miss it. You look at the, you know, the, the model projection for precipitation, which we know are the worst part of the model anyway, but we all look at it. Um, they always miss it. And I think I think if. That happens. The upper low closes off. It goes negatively tilted. I don't care what the model is projecting on precip. There's going to be several inches of snow in there. The question is, does it happen, Melissa? I'm not sure yet, because the difference between that cutting off what, let's say, over New York and east of Cape Cod, what's the difference? About 120 miles or so. That's like a pinprick as far as meteorology is concerned this far out. So that's what we're kind of dealing with. Yeah, and those 50 miles always make a difference, especially always. along the East Coast. Yes. Especially, like you talk about 95 corridor, rain, uh-huh. snow, ice. And again, that's not this storm, as you pointed out clearly, but uh, it just it always makes a difference. Those 50 miles. Well, 50 miles. It's a big <laughs> difference. And, you know, it seems like every storm you're dealing with that 50 miles yeah. along the eastern seaboard. That's what makes it tough. But regardless of that. And I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to obsess too much about that. But, you know, me, that's impossible not to obsess about things. Um, the wind, that's going to be the big story. You know, we're talking wind gusts 30 to 50 miles per hour, Midwest Monday, uh, Sunday into Monday, and then Monday into Tuesday in the Northeast. And if you're doing any flying, um, you're going to have delays because of that wind, because it is going to be uh, the busiest travel week of the year. And, you know, experts are saying, Melissa, that they expect the amount of travel this year to go back to pre-pandemic levels. Hmm. That's what they're thinking for this season. I guess that would make sense. Um, yeah. Certainly. And obviously that's going to create some troubles. I will not be one of those traveling no. conveniently. I already did my traveling, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those times where it's, and a lot of people don't realize, especially given flying, but even roads to that matter, high profile vehicles, all mm-hmm. that slows down when you talk about winds and winds to me personally, they are my least favorite weather. Variable. Why is that? Why is that? You know, Do you I mean go, uh, not from a forecasting standpoint, but just personally personal. experiencing yeah. it? Why is that? I mean, I kind you of know, agree with you because it feels lousy when it's Wednesday, windy. But is there anything else that bothers you about the wind? You know, I like my summers hot and humid. I don't need a sea breeze. I'm fine most days, depending on where it is. I've had some times on Pensacola Beach where without the sea breeze, I've understood why people don't uh-huh. you know, want a breeze. But most of the time, I really just I just I don't like I also don't like fans blowing on me. The only time I can take like air movement is in a car. Like I don't like wind hitting me. I don't like fans hitting me. And then too windy. It, it makes a big difference, especially on a 50 degree day. You go outside and if it's it's sunny and there's no wind, you can go around, do a run and you feel good. But then as soon as the wind, if it's a breezy day and you got to run into the wind or it, uh, just a mess. So but I think your your favorite forecasting variable is coming back into play with snow season yeah. on the East Coast. That's, yeah. I can tell your excitement. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I get excited it. about it. You know what? Now with this. 
Um, I'll obsess over it. Uh, I won't sleep. Um, the best thing they probably did was take Periscope away because remember, I used to always do those Periscope yes. <laughs> videos I, and I, I'm going to try to do something else. But you know what? It just, it, it, you know, it, we, we all like the weather where we grew up in. Now, you grew up just north of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I grew up in in Hazleton, the Beaver Meadows, Hazleton area up in northeastern Pennsylvania. In fact, you worked in that market mm-hmm. right out of school in the Wilkes-Barre Scranton area. I'm on the Pocono Plateau. I'm in a place for Nor'easters. So that's what I'm used to. But I but I always I, I one thing that's difficult about snow. No one carries a rain gauge around. Right. You know, when mm-hmm. it's raining and you tell people they're going to be half an inch to an inch, no one knows. But yeah. everybody has a ruler. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a ruler and everybody's measuring and in uh, some people don't measure correctly. But I think that's what makes it a little tricky because you have a lot of the public out there. They'll let you know when you're right or wrong. So, yeah, it's, it's what I like to do the most. And I think, as you mentioned, with the storms along the East Coast, 50 miles is the difference between nothing in the big storm. And it seems like every storm you forecast, you're dealing with that 50 miles. Yep. Yep, every single one. So we will see. But yeah, we uh, will. Next couple of days, it's going to be hard. And it's going to be one that people are going to have to watch over the weekend. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'll keep an eye on it. And of course, but the, here's the big thing it's turning colder. It's the coldest air mass of the season. It's brief, it's in, and then it, it, it will leave. But boy, is it going to be cold from the Midwest toward the Northeast Monday into Tuesday. Make sure you download the free AccuWeather app, by the way. Uh, you can track the cold. Don't forget, we have the AccuWeather real field temperature. Melissa was talking about the wind and how she doesn't like it because it makes you feel colder. Well, the AccuWeather real field temperature gives you the experience outside. And don't forget, Minicast, minute by minute weather for your exact location for the next four hours. Hours. We'll let you know when the rain's going to start, stop, get heavy, get light. We have to go. I'm leaving. Melissa's day is just starting. Have a good Thursday. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.